What's up, everyone? Welcome to Luke's Mind Power. This podcast is produced to enlighten, inspire, motivate, and move you into your power place. Your mind is powerful, and when you connect it with your heart, you become superpowered. That is why I believe that loving yourself is the secret to success and living your dreams. I'm your host, Luke Mindpower. Let's begin. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Luke's Mind Power. I have an incredible individual with me today, someone who really inspires me and who I admire as well. Her name is Sandra, and she is a warrior coach and speaker who helps women entrepreneurs develop unshakable confidence. She, she really is a blessing, and I had the blessing of meeting her just over 12 months ago in San Diego and I truly see and feel the light and empowering energy that she is. So please help me in welcoming Sandra. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, Sandra, it's great to connect with you in this format. I know that we've done a Instagram live, which was again over 12 months ago. Uh, You know, I was, like I mentioned, I came to the States and I did some work from, you know, uh, some coaching and, and some, you know, networking. And, and I lived in Chicago with my cousin and then somehow, uh, you know, the universe aligned our paths and we, we were able to, to connect uh, and we had some lunch together and, and uh, got to meet, you know, and, and that was amazing. It truly was. I can't believe it's been more than a year, but uh, it was nice to connect with you. Have a nice uh, early, late brunch, I think is what we had. We had <laughs> over a rock and Baja lobster here in uh, Old Town, San Diego, but it was definitely a great time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really, I really enjoyed the food as well. It was heaps good. Uh, was that Mexican, Mexican re- restaurant? It's a combination of Mexican and seafood. Yeah, nice. That was great, great, great. I, I really, I really liked the. Um, yeah, I guess the, the, that part of San Diego, I'd, I'd never experienced. You know, so it was cool to go to the old town. But, uh, but Sandra, you know, you've been through uh, a lot. You know, you, you mentioned that you've had 20 years in the military. Tell us a little bit about that, because I, I know that that definitely plays a big part in what you do now in taking people from being worried to becoming <laughs> warriors. Yes, yes. Well, thank you for uh, that beautiful introduction. And so, yes, I think it's always important for men and women to recognize, you know, what are what did you, what have you accomplished? What are your previous strengths? What did you endure? You know, because there's, there's, everybody has a story. And for me, my story is just that, you know, that I'm a warrior coach. And I realized through my military experience, right? I served 20 years in the world's toughest military organization in the world. I pride myself in saying that the Marine Corps, So having served 20 years, I I learned a wealth of information, you know, how to develop mental toughness, how to positively um, motivate people in a way that enabled them to believe in themselves and step outside their comfort zone. So I infuse that military experience into my coaching methodology and I help ambitious women really develop sexy confidence because as a woman, you know, as, as a health uh, advocate, um, you know, now as a certified coach, it's, I, I've realized 
that for women, it's important to feel confident. And I realize that <laughs> they want sexy confidence, you know? So I infuse my military experience into my coaching methodology because, you know, it's important to be disciplined. It's important to infuse those masculine qualities that gave me the assertiveness, that gave me the ability to step outside my comfort zone. And what I do now is I empower her by helping her develop sexy confidence. Yeah, it's powerful. You know, confidence is definitely something that I struggled with for a long time. And you definitely have to work at something and build that confidence. It doesn't just appear or you don't just become confident because somebody tells you to be confident. There's some other aspect of it that when you take action on something, for example, speaking, right. You know, I, I had a big fear of speaking and it, whether or not it was a limiting belief or uh, you know, I had a lot of self doubt in myself. So Okay, if if I met Sandra uh, back in September two thousand and eighteen, I I would have I would have said Sandra, I want I want confidence. You know, I I've I've got a fear of speaking, <laughs> right? But right. what what it was for me, just for that aspect, I believe of from the speaking was, if you want confidence in something, you need to practice doing that something and you have to do it over and over and over and over and over again so that you build that confidence. Like for example, doing podcasts. Uh, when I first started, I was really scared, nervous, insecure, but gradually over time, the more that I did it, the better I got at it. But the fact that I enjoy it and I like to do it, makes it that much easier. If you told me to do podcasting and I didn't enjoy it, then I probably wouldn't grow into that confidence state. You know what I mean? And so I think that aspect of building that confidence is actually the underlining factor of the task that you're actually pursuing. Because if you don't enjoy it, then what's the drive behind you besides the fact that you want to build confidence? Right. Is that something that you have to pinpoint first in, in your clients, uh, in people that you connect with that, you know, yeah, I can help you build confidence, but you need to show me what is the purpose behind the building of the confidence yeah. so that I, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And great question. I'm, I'm so happy you bring that up because one of the things, you know, I, I specifically, um, help them with sexy confidence. Now, before I answer your question, um, how I empower them to do that. What comes up to what comes to mind as you hear me say sexy confidence? What do you think sexy confidence is? I think when I hear that, especially for especially for women, because yeah. everyone wants to feel uh, content and 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 safe, like in their own skin. Yeah. No, no matter what you look like. You know what I mean? Like you want to walk around like you're strutting your stuff like all the time. Right. You, know, you don't want to want to walk around uh, in your own skin and, and feel unsafe. Like, Oh shit, someone's looking at me. I don't feel like I'm good enough. Oh, that person look, you know, comparing yourself because you think that that person's more attractive than you or whatever, you know? 
Um, yeah. so, so sexy, sexy confidence definitely is being, being uh, really, really, you know, content in who you are, knowing who you are. Right. And, and thank you for um, describing or, you know, pretty much communicating what sexy confidence means to you, because that's definitely part of it. But the big takeaway as a coach that I help her understand is this, right? Sexy confidence is the ability to figure things out. Mm. And so this is powerful within itself because you, once I help her with this mind shift of understanding that where she's at is her entry point and she's more than enough capable and competent to do the things that she's been called upon to do, then she's empowered. Then she, she, she steps into this confident warrior goddess that she is, right? But it's definitely a process. But going back to your question, you asked me, what helps me really um, pinpoint if this client I'm going, I, first of all, she's got to be a good fit for me, right? I, I, I think you're coaching too, yeah. right? But it's, there's got to be chemistry. And the one thing I look for, right? And this is going to answer your question too. The one thing I look for that this client needs to have, and I ask her through my strategy call, is commitment. Does this individual have commitment? Because if she's got commitment, then, you know, she's, she's unstoppable. But that commitment has to be there. And that's what I've realized as I experienced 20 years in the Marine Corps, as I've raised two young women, you know, uh, my daughter's, my oldest uh, is in the Marine Corps now, and uh, my youngest is 17. So in raising strong, confident women, I've realized that the key takeaway, the thing that they have to have is commitment. Yeah, absolutely. What, you know, commitment definitely is, is part of the, um, the mix of, you know, putting things together for, for individuals. Absolutely. And if you don't have that kind of, I guess you've got to be in a state of, of be willing to take action and, and ready for change as well. You know, be open to that, that, uh, the, you know, transformation because, because that's literally what happens when you're committed. Right. You know, uh, and I've witnessed that not only in, in my own clients, but in my own transformation, exactly. <laughs> when, when you're committed, magic, magic happens, you know, right. when it's, you're committed, you do the podcast. D doesn't matter how you feel. Oh yeah. Right. Sometimes you, we don't know, you might be having a bad day because you, but because you're professional and you're committed, you, you step into this, you demand more of yourself, right? You raise the standard of, no, I'm not going to let my audience down. I need to be there. That's mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Sandra, 20 years, right? And I know we've already, already mentioned this, you know, but what, you take this, that's 20 years of being in the military as a woman. Um, you know, for me, I haven't experienced the military lifestyle. What are some of the massive takeaways as a woman that, that you take away from that now and you, you can share to the world? What are some of the toughest things that you've been through 
during that 20 years. Like you have to be resilient. You have to be strong mentally, especially not just physically, like getting up early, uh, training, uh, traveling, or just like, what are some of the things that you can share with us so that people can actually get an understanding of what life you actually lived through? Because people are out here, you know, in their comfort zone, chilling, waking up whenever they feel like it, not going to the gym, do, not doing exercise. They're just, you know, they've got a few kids and they're living like really in a, uh, in a, maybe a stagnant poison in, in, in their, in their life right now. And they don't really know what 20 years of the military does or, or what you experienced. So can you take us in there for a little bit? Absolutely. Well, there's, there's so much, but to narrow it down, um, picture this, I am a Mexican American. I was born in Los Angeles, California. So I am a Latina, right? So as you can see, I'm a Latina. So that is already working against me. Not only am I Latina, but I am a woman. So I am a minority amongst this male dominated organization that prides itself. I mean, these guys are the, I mean, type A personalities, very sometimes egotistical because that's the way you get the job done is to really step into this assertive aggressiveness that you have, you know, really develop these masculine traits that help you um, get the, the mission accomplished, so to speak, right? But as a woman, I realized every day it was like, I was surrounded by wolves and it was either I had to, I had to, you know, really uh, raise my standards. I had to work three or four times harder than my male counterparts because I'm a female, right? Males naturally are physical, physically stronger than, than females. But I knew that my assertiveness had to be there. I had to be confident. That's the thing. I had to develop sexy confidence to be surrounded by these males and learn to survive, right? And how did I thrive in this environment? I realized, you know what? I'm gonna be me. And once I enabled myself to be feminine when I needed to be, masculine when I needed to be masculine, I realized that I was developing my leadership skills, right? But the sexy confidence was this big, component of, I believe in myself. If that male Marine can do the 12 mile hike with an 85 pound pack, so can I. So I really, at times, it was putting on an 85 pound pack, right? And doing this 12 mile hike in the freaking heat at a man's pace. I beat, physically I beat myself up, but at the end of that hike, my pride was just, you know, I was like, I was able to accomplish something. What do I get out of that? The credibility, right? I get the credibility that, oh my goodness, she's, she's been there, done that. So for me, that was very important. But I can give you many other examples. <laughs> but that's just, though, that's what it felt like to be a woman in a male-dominated organization. I was surrounded by wolves and they're looking for the weakest link because it can sniff out weakness. So you mm. have to, you have to survive. You have to keep up. 
And, yeah. And so you being in that experience, it, it, it was uh, at times a fight for survival. And, and so you were just constantly being challenged. And again, you know, we talk about this in the entrepreneurial world of uh, you become the average of the five people that you hang around and how important your environment is. You know, I, I always say you're a product of your environment. And so you being around people like that, how much did that play an impact of your growth? How much did being in that environment all the time play a part in, you know, you being inspired or empowered or encouraged or how much did it lift you up? Were there times where you, you felt that the, the environment was negative or was it, was it always uh, an empowering environment? <laughs> oh, no way. You know, there, there were times where I, I wanted to tap out, right? You, oh, you, you were heard, ready. You were ready to just go, I've had enough of this. You know, there's more, you know, martial arts is really big in the military. You've heard the term tap out, right? Yep, if yep. You give up. There were definitely times uh, in my Marine Corps career that I wanted to do just that. I wanted to tap out. A good example was when I went to become a drill instructor, you know, so for three years, I trained uh, female recruits to endure the, the stressors of combat, right? So I went to drill instructor school, and that was a tough school. And again, I went through several academies like that when I became an officer. I went, went through the Warren Officer Basic course. You go through these academies that are extremely challenging, male-dominated, so they're, they're challenging you for a reason. It's for you to tap out, right? Because if you're weak, you better get the hell out of the way. Only the few survive in the Marine Corps. So what helped me? I'm very blessed, Luke. I'm very blessed. And I, I come from, you know, uh, a Latino family, Christian family. My, my mother, you know, at a very young age, she, she told me in Spanish, mija, Tú eres una guerrera, which means you are a warrior. You know, so somewhere along the line, she, she embedded that in me. So for later on, it's just funny that I joined the Marine Corps, but I always kept that. I always hear that, right? Mija, you eres una guerrera. You are a warrior, which means you better not give up. And throughout my Marine Corps career, it's the people. It's your sphere of influence. It's friends like you in my life, Luke, you know, who keep me engaged and motivated and reach out to me and say, hey, Sandra, how's your business going? So it's people like yourself that I surrounded myself with and said, no, you're not, you're not giving up, keep going. And it's so important to connect ourselves with like-minded people or a loving community because there's going to be times where you want to tap out. And when that's when that, that like-minded community comes in and gives you that instant boost of motivation you need. Yeah, absolutely. That's powerful stuff. So you're a mother of two. What was the life like when you, you know, it's a, I mean, I don't have kids, but I've got 10 nieces and nephews, so I can only imagine <laughs> what it's like to, to have uh, children. It's definitely a blessing. Uh, what was life like? coming out of 20 years in, in the Marines and then, uh, you know, integrating back into, back into society and what kind of ch challenges did you go through? 
That's, that's a great question. And my, mine was very different because I retired in 2013. And at the time, my ex-husband and my family, uh, we relocated to Dubai. So we moved, we leave the States and we move to Dubai, the United Arab Emirates, which is closer to you, by the way. <laughs> and I knew that I wanted to start my business. You know, a couple, like two, two or three years before that, I was a speaker at a women's conference. So from there, I got this idea. I need to motivate women. I need to empower them with the gifts that I've been given. So I retired knowing exactly what I wanted to do. However, life throws me a curveball and we go to Dubai. So now I'm in this Middle Eastern country that I have to understand, learn, you know, understand the language, respect the culture. And thankfully, I mean, I lived there for four years and I loved it. You know, I loved, I loved the Arab community. I miss my friends. I met expats from all over the world. Um, but it was challenging because I didn't know would my services or what I, whatever it is that I have to offer, you know, to bring to the table, would they, would they be receptive to whatever I had to offer? Mm. And so that's, you know, but then I, it's the self-doubt that always creeps in, right? And I realized I had to tap in to my sexy confidence and listen to my calling and realize, you know what, Sandra, God's giving you a mission you go forth. It doesn't matter what country you are. People will respect and love you and support you along the way if you support, love, and respect them, you know, because what you put out, you're going to get back. And that's a beautiful thing that I've experienced. Whatever I put out in the world comes back to me three or four, you know, three or four times. And I'm sure you've, you've experienced that, Luke, but it was, a, it was different because I was in, in, um, in the Middle East, but I made it happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's amazing that you can go. Again, a lot of people sometimes may use the excuse to travel overseas because they want to escape their life that they're living in, in their current situation. But again, to have that kind of confidence to go, I'm going to move overseas and now I'm going to create a new life and and then you have to come to the point where you think about well how can i serve the people here what can i do and every time you mention sexy confidence it's actually an amazing uh marketing uh tag for for your business because who doesn't want to be sexy yes. <laughs> like it is like you sound it's you, it, what what you hear when you say sexy yeah i want sexy confidence exactly. you know uh, and, and yeah, I know that it's more than just physical attraction of being mm -hmm. sexy, but it, it really, when you can empower that kind of, uh, confidence in yourself, you know, self-esteem and, and feeling content and strong, uh, within who you are, then that really does empower you to deliver the work that you, that you are going to give, you know, an output to whoever you're serving, which is, which is amazing, you know. Uh, how difficult was being a mother of two, going through the Marine Corps, and mm. then going through a divorce? So, lucky for me, you know, and I always try to look at it with 
um, because there's no losses in life. I've realized there's no losses, only lessons, right? Life has taught me there's no losses, Sandra, only lessons. So the good thing for me was that I, I divorced after I retired from the military. So we retired from the military, we moved to Dubai, we lived there for four years. After living in Dubai for four years, that's when um, the, you know, my marriage uh, of 15 years uh, ended. But it was difficult. I, it's very difficult on the kids, you know, and thankfully my kids, they're young. You know, Alyssa was 15 at the time when it happened. She's 17 now, but it's still, it's very painful. It was very painful. You know, you don't expect something like that to happen, especially when I, I loved being married to this man. He was my best friend. He was my soulmate. But people change, you know, and you have to respect where, where, when you have to close that chapter and start a new one. And I've realized you have to respect other people and, and where they're growing or, you know, they, they just change. And even though it was painful, I had to move forward with a different perspective and realize it's not a loss. It's a, it's a beautiful lesson. And thank you. I, I can't complain, God. You know, you gave me an amazing man for 15 years. He was my best friend. He was my soulmate. But due to, you know, unforeseen circumstances, I lost him. And that's just the way things happen sometimes, you know? So as I moved forward, my, it enabled me to really understand myself more, Luke, and realize sexy confidence is my ability to fill my love tank, to understand that I, I am worthy, that I, I, it, it's okay, I need to heal, right? Especially because I need to be there for other women that are going through difficult things in their life. And now I realize things have happened to me because I have a mission, you know, and maybe God, may, maybe this happened to me so I can really understand this type of pain because I do not, I, I wouldn't wish this pain on my worst enemy. Betrayal, because that's what happened, is so painful. But it's, it's the ability to move on and grow from this that makes you better and helps you understand that life is wonderful. Yeah, I can only imagine uh, the, 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 I've had my own kind of heartache and, and pain in relationships and stuff like that. And it does hurt, especially in the moment. It's very hard to see in hindsight how it's actually a positive and that it's a lesson and that it's happening for a reason. Uh, was your ex-partner in the military as well? He was. He, he, I served 20 years, he served 21, and he was... Uh, this top-notch individual still is um, amazing Marine, you know, amazing dad. So I, I even though um, our marriage, you know, uh, we ended up in divorce, I still, I'm, I'm grateful that he's, he's a great dad and he still connects with his, his daughters. Do you think so that I'm, it was challenging uh, because you were both in the Marine and that, that played a part in the burden of the relationship failing. Uh, and, and how, how much of a struggle was it for you to actually let go? Did you, were you uh, trying to um, mend 
or, or fix uh, the, the, the problem? Uh, or, or, or do you just kind of go, you know what, that's enough. I'm, I'm out because a lot of people in relationships or in marriages, when it comes to a point where there's something wrong or someone's been hurt, or you know that there's something off, a lot of people will come to the terms of saying, you know, I'm going to try and fight it out or fix it because of the children, or I'm just going to stay together for the children. Right. And I, if I understand you correctly, that's like a two-part question. That's a great question. But to answer the first part, which was, did the military have anything to do with the dissolution of marriage, right? Did it affect us being divorced? I don't think it did because it happened four years after we retired from the Marine Corps. Um, as I continuously educate myself, because as a good coach, it's our moral responsibility to continuously educate ourselves as we move forward, right? So I realized that my ex-husband's um, traumatic childhood had a lot to do with the baggage he was carrying with his, you know, his bad behavior, um, his inability to deal with some of his demons. And, you know, um, again, I can't speak for the man and I am not no, I'm not a psychologist, but, but knowing him and understanding, you know, some of the clients I've helped, I realized his traumatic upbringing, you know, his, uh, it, it was, it was a bit troublesome coupled with PTSD because there's PTSD, right? A lot of military service members they deploy and you know it's a hostile environment ptsd is very common among our military members right uh my ex-husband has ptsd so i and as a coach it's my responsibility to, to be transparent right i don't sugarcoat anything so i think i'm too direct at times that's just the way I am, right? Where am I going with this? So his PTSD coupled with midlife crisis and his bad upbringing, it just, those problems manifested in our marriage because uh, at the time I was in Texas, he was in Dubai. So there was a separation, right? So I, I believe that separation enabled him to do the things that he did. He betrayed me. And that led to the demise of our marriage. To answer your last question, you were saying, did you fight for your marriage, Sandra? Did you fight or did you just let them go? Um, you know, in the beginning, there's, there's disbelief because what I thought was a man of integrity, a man who came home with, you know, like he was special operations. This guy was, I married a total badass. This guy was, is top notch, you know? So I, I loved this man, you know, I put him on a pedestal, but in the beginning there was disbelief, but then at, at, once I was able to eat right, take care of myself, rationalize what was going on, the fighter in me got back up and said, no, you deserve something better. So I, I gave him a chance to possibly, you know, apologize and, you know, be a man to uh, mend our marriage or make it work. 
but I saw that there was an emotional disconnection. Mm. And when there's an emotional disconnection, you know, um, it's unfortunate, it's, un it's painful, but you have to let him go. I had to let him go. Life, you know, pulled him away. And I had to honor whatever was happening. And in the process, I had to honor myself and say, that's a non-negotiable for me. I will not, you know, that I don't condone that type of behavior. And I'm very self-sufficient. I'm independent. I can take care of myself. Thank you so much for the life. We, we, we created an empire, so to speak, you know, but it ends here. So to answer your question in the beginning, because of my values, I did fight to see if I could get an apology. Um, I never got one and I'm okay with that. I now know that forgiveness, forgiveness is key and forgiveness is so powerful and you really can't explain it until you actually go through it. How it frees you, it just, it liberates you from, you know, your past so you can move forward. But I, I hope that answers your question. Lisa. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it is, it is pretty deep. And, uh, you know, I know that a lot of people out there are struggling with their own relationships or even divorce. You know, I've had a divorce in my family and uh, it's not easy. It's very challenging, especially when you build a life, when you put time and energy into, you know, cultivating something that you love and believe in and, it's to get to a point where it doesn't go the way that you believed it should go. Uh, it kind of hurts, you know, because it, it, there's a lot of time and energy and, and years into, you know, what you have uh, created and yeah. yeah. And so it's kind of like, it's kind of like me, for example, you know, I've put in a couple of years and I say that like so easily, like it's, you know, <laughs> I've been, really investing heavily into my own personal growth, into my business, into who I am and who I'm becoming. And, and then I just get to a point where I just go, ah, you know, um, don't worry about it. You know, let's just go back to working in the government or get a job so that I can, <laughs> you know, and just give up like that. And it's, there's like, there's no way, like you, you've, you've just put in so much time and effort into what it is that you're doing. And then something happens that you yeah. can't, that you can't do it anymore. And I just, I couldn't imagine if I woke up tomorrow and I felt a disconnection from my purpose. I felt a disconnection from Luke mind power. Yeah. I can't imagine waking up the same person that I was three years ago and right. thinking what the hell's going on? Why don't I feel empowered or confident or you know why don't i love myself anymore what what's going on so yeah i, I completely understand where, you, where you're coming from and it's um yeah it's it's definitely something that you learn from you take away a lot of uh lessons uh mm -hmm. and wisdom and experience and now it gives you the ability to really help others you know yeah. you're not the only one out there like and i'm sure that that's what you you can communicate uh, moving forward to your uh, clients and people that you connect with that, Hey man, you're not alone. I've been there. I've yeah. been there. I know what you're going through. I know how you feel. 
And, and that really is a gift for you to be able to move forward now and, uh, and share that, you know? Right. And, and that's, that's what I share um, is the scary part, you know, where you realize you're on your own now. And for so many years you've had, you know, this individual that's been, you know, protecting you, so to speak, that's mm. been there. And you didn't have to worry about, oh, I'm on my own. My husband's here. It's, it's, it's a form of protection. And even though I've been in the military and thankfully I, I can protect myself as a woman, that, that is a sexy, beautiful piece in a man. When a man is vulnerable, when he's there to, to protect her, you know, so that protection was taken from me. And it was very scary. It was very scary. Yeah, absolutely. It's powerful where you're at, Sandra. You know, it really is. It takes uh, a lot of uh, audacity. It takes a lot of strength, courage, you know, that, that power within. And, you know, being in the military as well has definitely helped you uh, build that uh, resilience uh, within yourself. And again, that self-worth, you know, to be able to stand up be a rock, you know, and, right. uh, and now, you know, shine your light and pay it forward uh, in a positive, positive way. You know, yeah. what is, what is, what's one thing that you, you see uh, that challenges people? I know you talk about sexy confidence, but, but what is it that you're seeing a trend of that uh, most people are struggling with that you have to pinpoint and, and align, help them get aligned with first you know, in moving forward to developing that sexy confidence. Right. And I would have to say um, the ability to recognize when she's becoming a warrior and when she needs to become a warrior. So our mindset, right, is powerful stuff. Our, the way, we, you know, you, you do physical training, right? The same can be said for our mindset. It's important to train our mindset. So sexy confidence is the ability to understand herself and go, oh, I'm becoming a warrior. This is what I have to do to become that warrior, to demand more of myself, to step outside my comfort zone, to be seen as a leader. So to, pin, to answer your question, that's what I see is women, you know, they worry, they overanalyze, self-doubt, you know, as a result of self-doubt, they, they're, you know, they're like drowning in the cesspool of negativity and it's having, giving her the skill sets, the ability to shift that mindset into this warrior's mindset because we all have it right? And that's what I experienced in the Marine Corps was that sexy confidence of, from going from warrior to warrior. And that's what I empower her is to understand herself because if she can understand herself, she can understand others, right? Where does, where does that self-doubt come from? It, that self-doubt, you know? So I can give you different examples of clients that I've worked with, <laughs> but I, I will give you my personal example, right? Self-doubt comes from this ability, this inability, I should say, 
to, to look at somebody else and go, well, you know what? Luke is amazing. He's got his podcast. I can, I can never be at his level. So, so what am I doing? I'm comparing myself, right? I'm looking at you and, oh my God, he's got all these raving fans and he's just, he's all over the world. He's empowering the masses. So when you compare yourself, you become this warrior, right? You, the self-doubt creeps in. Oh, you know, our social media is another example. We all do it. I still do it. So when I worry, I'm like, oh my goodness, she's gorgeous. And I, I recognize the warrior in me because it's, it, she's there, right? And, and I call her a negative Nancy too. So you got to learn how to let go of the negative Nancy and be the supercharged Sandy, right? <laughs> you got to become the supercharged Sandy, but there's things that you have to develop to let go of those self-limitations, right? To fight that self-sabotage and say, nope, not today. Today, I'm gonna give it my best shot. Today, I'm gonna do something that's scary. What's gonna happen, right? And as you, you demand more of yourself, that's where you're gonna grow. Yeah, absolutely. And it takes repetition. You know, that's one thing that, that I definitely know if you want to grow uh, with something, not with just confidence, uh, but with mastering your awareness to self-doubt and, and, and when those voices uh, are in your head telling you you can't do it or you're not good enough or you're comparing yourself to someone else, you really have to be aware. And again, self-awareness takes practice. Uh, yeah. It is a daily, daily intentional uh, action, uh, you know, to, to be receptive to your thoughts uh, exactly. and that, that doesn't happen overnight. This, you know, being aware of your thoughts uh, and being the observer of your thoughts is a daily, uh, a daily process, you know, that I've had to, I've had to learn as well, you know, but um, yeah, Sandra, you know, it's really uh, admirable, you know, where you've come from, who you are, uh, it's, it's amazing to, I feel your growth, uh, since 12 months ago, since meeting you in person, uh, <laughs> it's exciting to, to know, uh, what you're doing. And I really want to acknowledge you for, uh, living and breathing your own truth and, and being so aware of who you are, your individuality, uh, your strength and, and what you have come through and understanding, you know, the positive positive reinforcement and reality of uh, everything is a lesson and being able to look back at your past with gratitude yeah. and look forward in faith and, and believe in yourself, in your sexy confidence and, and then help others uh, uh, learn how to be sexy and confident at the same time, which is amazing. And so I just want to acknowledge you for that. Uh, and keep going and keep doing what you're doing because you know, you're not just inspiring the people that you connect with on social media or you work with. You're also inspiring Luke mind power. So thank you. Thank you, brother. It works both ways. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I want to leave you with one question, but before we go there, where can people find you? Um, and what kind of services have you got available? Oh, thank you. So they can find me uh, in Instagram at um the sandra gonzalez and gonzalez is spelled with two z's um or they can go to sandra gonzalez.com 
um, and they can connect with me that way. But um, what do I have to offer? So I have my one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is uh, specifically tailored to this warrior goddess that wants to develop her sexy confidence to figure out difficult things in life, right? Or her business. Um, and so that's what I do, my one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then I also have a boot camp, right? The Empowering Warrior Bootcamp, where I take a group of women and I help them really cultivate a warrior's mindset. So it's a fun bootcamp. <laughs> uh, it's eight weeks, but it, it's um, helping them really cultivate a stronger self-esteem, you know, self-confidence so they can radiate, so they can be confident in their own skin and do bigger and better things. So SandraGonzalez.com is where they can find me. And I think that answers your question, right? That's awesome. That's amazing. Sandra, final question. What is your definition of loving yourself? The definition of loving myself is practicing high caliber habits. And that's what I teach, right? So if you have if you're practicing these, what I call them high caliber habits, you're going to have a happiness formula that enables you to be confident, right? To be, to develop the sexy confidence, to know these are my priorities I have to work on. This is how I move the needle in my business. This is how I experience growth. So for me, it's, it's what, makes successful people, how are they different from unsuccessful people? Their habits, it just boils down to their habits. So I, I realized if I can coach and train women on these high caliber habits, they do amazing things. Thank you so much, Sandra. I appreciate it. And uh, it's a blessing to share this space with you. Thank you, Lou. Love you, brother. Good seeing you. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share this with a friend or on your social platforms and leave a rating on the Apple Podcasts app. This really helps us and means the universe to me and my team. For more dope content and motivation on how you can live the life of your dreams, subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes. I am Luke Mindpower, the ultimate success coach. And if you want to find your power and purpose in life, simply visit my website, lukemindpower.com for more info on how I can help you 10x your success. Sending you super love and positive energy. Peace. I'll talk to you soon.